the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. Thank you for tuning on to 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, for Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Boria Katz and I'm your host for today. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll will be interviewing Brandon and Zach Katz. They are from Fast Sports Center. So keep listening to 101.9 Hi FM to find out more about what they do. Get ready for a very exciting show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Bria Katz and I'm 12 years old. I have Brandon and Zach Katz with me in studio. So send your questions to 34519 or Telegram to 061 895-1019. Good afternoon. Hello, Bracha. Hello. Thank you so Hello. much for coming in studio with me. Mm, thanks for inviting us. So uh, well, I, I asked, asked you to come because I wanted to know, what is Fight Sports Center? So I've got to say, Chai FM is the only radio station where you'll find three cats in the same room and none of them are related. Uh, Fight Sports Center, we offer a variety of fighting sports. You know, we do boxing, kickboxing, MMA, grappling, uh, judo, jiu-jitsu, any sort of fighting sport that you want to do, you know, combat sport that you want to do, we do at Fight Sports Center. We also cater for kids, uh, you know, with boxing training and with judo training and jiu-jitsu and grappling training for kids. And Zach Katz is number one in Gateng, uh sure. and he trains out of our gym. He actually started training with us, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and so that's, that's Zach. Hello. Wow, Zach, how does it feel to be top in the country? Very good. So was there like a competition to prove that sort of thing? Yes, I went to a competition like a few months ago to um, rank me number one Gauteng. Wow, that's amazing. You, you won the competition. It was his first competition and he wiped everybody out. I, don't, I think your first fight was on points. Everybody else, I think you finished by submission. Say it into the mic, boy. Um, yeah, I went through my first fight. Um, very easy, second easy, third easy, then the finals. It was a very hard competition and then I won. That's amazing. That's really something big to be the top in the top in Gauteng. Thank you for for fighting. Was it for, for specific martial arts? Um, for it was submission Brit- wrestling. Uh, I've got to say about Zach. You know, so very good athlete. I mean, it's not the only sport you do. What other sports do you do, boy? I do tennis. I do cricket. I do soccer. Yeah. So so Zach does a variety of sports, and one his coach pointed out to me about two or three days ago that the best thing about Zach is that you can leave the new kids with Zach and he can trust Zach 100% to look after the kids, to make sure they don't hurt themselves, to learn what they need to know. So he's not just a champion, he's also a champion human being, which is more important, and that's what martial arts is about. That's really amazing. Thank you. So is is the Fight Center, do boys and girls uh, participate? Yes. So there are classes for... Boys and girls. Uh, yeah, so the kids' class is, I think, I don't think there's any girls in the kids' class. There is. There's one girl, she, she's new, she came, Naomi. Mm. Oh, right, Naomi. so we got, we got one girl, yeah. <laughs> but the kids' class is mostly boys, yeah. And then do you have individual classes as well? Uh, one-on-one training? Yeah. Yeah, sure. So is that only when you, uh, working up to a competition or is it at the beginning so, of your training? So, so look, well? part, of, part of the benefit to doing, to getting involved in a sport like this is that, you know, it's, it is an individual sport, but at the same time, you know, it's important to, uh, build that sense of community, to have friends outside of school. Uh, so we, 
try to steer people away from doing one-on-ones. We'll either do classes or we'll do what's called semi-privates where, you know, there'll be up to four people in a class together, four or five people in a class together. Mm. So what's the most you have in a class? Uh, so the class has got to like 12 or 15, semi-privates, four or six, and then obviously privates is one-on-one. Uh, that, that grappling class, how many people are in that class now? The, the most, usually we have nine or ten. Usually we have nine or ten because some people, they come and they don't come. Mm. What's your impression of Coach Gavin? Um, I think he's a very good coach. He trains us as, trains us as hard as we can and he loves ha- having mixed um, levels of levels of um, experience. experience. Like th- then, if there's a new person in the class, they'll he'll bring him to the ha. They'll bring them to the class that I'm in. Wow, that's amazing! Sounds like a really fun sport to do. Yeah, it's very fun. So, you, do you do a variety of fight sports? Um, I do just Brazilian jiu-jitsu and judo. Is that three or is it one thing? That's one thing. Oh, wow. No, that's two. It's two. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Judo. So what's the difference between them? Judo is not such of a ground. Like, it's just um, standing up and fighting. And throwing people. There's no striking, but there are throws. Yeah, you trip people. And Judo, it's it's like no punching, no kicking, but there's strangling, there's throwing, there's arm bars... It's and it's ground and standing and. Hmm. So, when you're training, you 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 train and you practice to fight against another person. Am I right? So, how do you avoid hurting that person seriously? Um, you do the um, the you can do all the dangerous things that the coach has taught you, but when you've got into the submission, you um. Let go of the submission before they tap. What does tap mean? Um, give up. Say uncle. Uncle? That's before you're tough. <laughs> so, um, as a coach, mm. do you need to watch out for uh, kids who are not going to, who are going to hurt the, their opponent too far? So injuries with grappling are very rare because, um, you know, like Zach said, when it's it's all joint locks and chokes and so on, and um, they don't get put on to the point where there's damage inflicted. What happens is, you know, once you caught, it's like checkmate. Once you caught, the game's over. You tap out, and that's and that's the end of the the session. Injuries do happen, like they do in all sports, but it's very very rare that they happen. It's also very important for self defense. Uh, you know, being able to wrestle, being able to, you know, fight your way up off the ground and and choke your you know your potential assailant out. Very important for self defense. Also very good for core strength, for flexibility, for uh, crossing the midline and all of that sort of stuff. So does the same thing happen in competitions? You can't hurt the person? Yeah, the way the kids' competitions are, um, you know, the way the referees enforce the rules is that they would rather stop a submission early before the tap uh, rather than wait too long, let the guy tap, and then just hurt himself. So I, don't, I can't think of a single injury at a kids' competition. It's very tightly controlled. That's good. Hmm. So... So... so uh, you know, judo and jiu-jitsu and the grappling sports used to be very popular amongst the Jewish community. And including Zach's uh, grandfather, he was also very good at judo. What's your grandfather's name? Um, Larry Davidoff. Yeah, very good at judo. Uh, so, you know, it's sort of my, my, my sort of mission to bring it back into the Jewish community and get Jewish kids competing again and grow up, 
you know, as grapplers, as good judo players, as good jiu-jitsu players. And so, you know, I mean, obviously it's nachas just to train champions, but it's also nachas for the community to know that they have athletic champions in, in combat sports. Hmm. So uh, do you work with other coaches? Yes. Did you, you found a fast sports center? Yes. Wow, that's quite a big achievement. Yeah, don't you hate one-word answers? Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, all the coaches are, are actually more highly qualified in what they do than I am. Uh, Gav, uh, Coach Gavin was ranked, he's about 43, I think now. While he was competing in judo, he was ranked between number one and number three the whole way through his judo career. He retired when he was about 30 or whatever it was at number two in the country. So he's a amazing. very, very good uh, instructor. That's he's also amazing. a fantastic human being. Hmm. I'm sure. Hmm. And how long do you have to train for a day? I train. He wakes up in the morning at 5 a.m. He trains for three hours. He goes to school for two hours. He does another training session at lunchtime, comes back in the evening, uh, does another four hours in the evening, and then he goes home and meditates for eight hours instead of sleeping. He's lying. <laughs> <laughs> I train twice a week. Um, my sessions are 45 minutes and then um, uh, 45 minutes to an hour. So the session of jiu-jitsu and judo is 45 minutes, and then after that, I go do just some grappling with my friends while the coach is watching. He's not coaching us, but it's still, we still grapple. And uh, I must have got to say, Brandon, that was a very good joke. And thanks for not leaving me in the dark, Zach. (laughs) I almost believe him. Just kidding. So how do competitions work? Um, So, like, there's a a platform, Matt, where... So the next to the mat, there's points. There's a point board, and um, they call two people up to fight for the first um, round in the first weight division. And then, um, if you get a trip onto somebody, it counts as a few points, and then a submission counts as the match. That's and first to fourteen points wins. The the round. Yeah, wins the round, wins the... So, so it's an elimination tournament. So the first round would be like the quarterfinals and then the next round would be the semifinals. It's just sometimes it extends beyond that. And how many people are in one com- one whole competition? Mm, it depends how big the competition is. If it's a small competition, like some of them that I, w- some of them that I go to, um, usually around 10 people, five pe- 10 people. In your weight class? Yeah. Hmm. But then, like, big, big tournaments, like, a few more than that, like, well, in different weight classes, there's different people. In my weight class, there's not as many as in the adult weight class, because, like, in the adult weight class, there's more fighters than kids. Yeah, I'm sure. And this is very interesting. I'm really learning a lot about fight sports, and we'll continue talking about this after the song break. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is High Kids, Four Kids, Bar Kids. My name is Bria Katz and I'm 12 years old. And I have a guess who I am question to challenge your thinking. I have six colours, mainly red, blue, yellow, black, white and green. And in South Africa they wave me. Who am I? Send your SMS to 34519 or telegram to 061 895-1019. If you have any questions for Brandon or Zach, you can send an SMS to 34519 or telegram to 061-895-1019.
or you can call on 010-140-3020. So we had a message from one of our listeners, and he said, who is your favorite sports hero and why? You first. Me? Mm. I have no idea. I do not watch sports. I don't have any brothers, so. Ah, and the sound guy? Who's your favorite? DJ Flo? He's just a DJ. Just a DJ. Okay. Do you, do you want to answer or should we move on? Okay, next question. Okay, well, I guess I don't have an answer for you, Gregory. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. And what do you eat for breakfast? I hope you can answer this question. Um, my mom makes me a health shake, and then I eat whatever she makes me, like either cereal or eggs on toast. you lucky your mom makes you breakfast. I take you to school. <laughs> <laughs> And you, what do you eat for breakfast? I don't eat breakfast. Really? Snap? Really? No, I don't. I don't well, eat I, I, well, I mean, we have like a break in school mm. where we have like snack, mm. but I don't eat breakfast before mm. that at home. Mm. So there's a thing called intermittent fasting. Have you heard oh, about yeah, it? Oh, yeah, I have heard about it. Yes, it's worth, worth looking into. I'm not sure how it affects kids, though. Mm. So what is it? You eat for certain hours a day and then you fast? Basically, basically. So you can do a 16-hour fast or a 22-hour fast or whatever it is. Good effects for growth hormone, for focus, all sorts of stuff. Good for adults, not sure about kids. Okay. Okay. So if you're going to start that, you better look into it if it's good mm. for children. Mm. And do, yeah, okay. Yeah, do you play sports, Bria? Uh, well, I do ballet. I don't know if that's sports. Mm, it counts. So funnily enough, the people that learn the fastest, the way we teach, not, not wrestling, the way we teach striking, the people that learn the fastest are ballet dancers and karate guys. Yeah, Only I'm sure, enough. because in ballet you have something called unseen. Mm. So, like, in your ballet exam, mm. they give you something on the spot that you have mm. to just dance. Mm. Cool. And also so. good timing, good rhythm, good flexibility, good core control. Good sport, ballet. It's tough, eh? That's us. It's not so it easy. Yeah. yeah, It's very fun, though. Mm. What do you think about ballet, Zach? Uh, I, d I don't like ballet. But you're good oh. at it. Don't be shy. I cannot never, see you as a dancer, Zach. I've never tried ballet. Yeah, I cannot see you as a dancer. Soccer player, wrestler, anything like that, but not a dancer. Mm. Cool, next question. And can you remind us what the different types of fight sports are? So we got, uh, we got boxing, we got, um, we got kickboxing, we got mixed martial arts, we got Muay Thai, we got judo, we got Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, we got, uh, you know, so that's the ones we offer in Norwood. Uh, there's other stuff, there's Taekwondo and Karate. Uh, there's Mark Wayne, Wayneman, Weinberg or something in Orange Grove. I think it's Mark Wayneman in Orange Grove. He's very good. And the Dorfmans, the, you know, Shane and Malcolm Dorfman are world renowned at karate. They, they're literally some of the best in the world and they're here in Joburg. That's amazing. Yeah, we've got some really super, super martial artists in the Jewish community. Uh, yeah. Like you? Yeah. Ish. Ish. Yeah. Fat and old now. <laughs> like Zach. <laughs> Zach is young and, Young and young and you young and young ranked number one in the country, <laughs> so he's not doing too bad. Yeah, exactly. Keep going, Zach. Thank and there's you. his little brother, who's also going to be ranked number one soon. As soon as he starts training, he's he's watching us in studio. Mm. Mm, he wants his next time we up. can interview him. Uh. And what gear do you wear, wear when you fighting or exercising? Um, we usually just wear like um a judo uniform. We don't wear any arm like any. Protection helmet. or anything, or helmets. Um, we just wear um, um, jujitsu pants and then um, skins for top. Is that what you're wearing now? Nope. What uh, is that? Just the uniform. Skins, 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 by the way, is a rash guard. It's a tight. It's like a surfing skin. 
That's a yeah. that's a skin. Yeah. Like a wetsuit. Like a wetsuit. Uh, not sort of similar. It's not. It's not like topless. It's you do wear a top. It's just a very tight top. Hmm. Why do you wear that? It's to make you. So you don't sweat on each other. It's gross. <laughs> to make your skin like to stop you. It makes you move faster, and it's it's very. The top is slippery, so you can move around fast. And you don't wear any protection gear at all? Nope. Not those, like, I don't know, the teeth. Oh, yeah, no. so we wear, we wear gum guards for competition. And, and, a, and a ball box. And a ball box mm. for competition. Mm. What is a ball box? It's a thing to protect the groin. Oh, so like mm. a, like a cricket cricket box? Yeah, yeah, like a box, yeah. Did you know it was invented 100 years before the helmet? Wow, mm. that's a very interesting mm. fact. Tells you a lot about priorities. Definitely. Mm. So you should rather wear that than a helmet? Well, um, uh, let's move. <laughs> Depends what sport you're doing, I guess. Sure. Yeah, sure. That's true. That's true. So, Zach, your top three biggest lessons for you that you've learned out of wrestling, what do you think? Um, discipline. Uh, discipline. Um, uh, I like the discipline. Um, How did what? you learn discipline? Um... The um, coaches um, telling me what to do and learning to listen. So you've really got to listen to them. Yeah, I'm not going to ask what happens if you don't. <laughs> and what other what other things do you learn? Did you learn um, from you fight learn, sport? Um, um, technique, and then it's not all about strength. Mm. It's um, it's technique. It is strength, but it's it's mainly about technique and your coach. And also using your strength to your ability, to your advantage. Yes. And your weaknesses to your advantage. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. And do you make friends? At wrestling, yes, I do. Um, like, my harder competitions, I make a little bit less friends with. But the people that I beat easily, I make l- more friends with. Because I can teach them and they can teach me. That's amazing. And we have another message who didn't write their name, but it says, do you do fencing? No, unfortunately we don't. We, we're opening up in bid for view on the 1st of November and we're looking at potentially putting fencing in. Uh, we don't currently do fencing. We, there's a, there's a guy in, there's a Russian guy in, by the zoo. Uh, if I remember his name, I'll tell you, but I can't think offhand. Beautiful sport fencing as well. I'm yeah. sure. Is that, is that the one where you wear helmets and you do like sticky thingies? Yeah, sticky yeah. thingies, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> they're, like, they're like sort of bendy swords, mm, not like mm, hard, knifey mm, mm, sort of swords. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm very good at description here, mm. aren't I? And yeah. we also have another question. It says, for Zach, any funny moments when you're wrestling? A question from Durban. Yes, there is. Um, uh, sometimes the, uh, the jiu-jitsu... Pants aren't so tight. <laughs> and then what happens? They fall down. Oh, God. Hope you're wearing something underneath. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to be ugly. And what? what have, can you tell us some of your best moments? Oh, yeah, winning number one in Gauteng. I'm sure that must have been great. Yeah. Huge medal. Do you keep it? Yeah. Do you wear it when you fight? No. Don't mess with me. I'm top... In Gauteng. Do you wear it look, when you go out looking for girlfriends? No. Oh, you should. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw this top of another coach or something. It said, touch me and your first lesson is free. Mm. So that's kind of the medal, you mm, know. Mm, touch mm. me and you don't want to know what happens. 
So there's a thing called the Seven Seas of Resilience. It's uh, it's developed by a Dr. Kenneth Ginsberg, I think. I'm getting his name wrong, but it's something along those lines. So what what he's done is he's looked at what develops resilience. What are the things that need to be? What are the boxes that you need to check in order to to build resilience? You know, in kids and in adults. And a couple of those things we we touch on very uh deliberately with the training where we'll talk you know so one of the things in there is um is competence you know learning new skills and growing as a person uh, and with that comes confidence which is the next c self-explanatory after that you have community you know having a group of people that you enjoy training with that you have somewhere to go some people that you can rely on then after that is contribution which was zach was talking about earlier where um, you know, you can give back and you can understand the value of, and you can feel the value of giving back. Uh, then there's stuff like control and it's important, you know, it's, it's like it's a disempowering world. You know, there's a lot of stuff we don't have control over. So when you learn how to, you know, choke somebody unconscious or break their arm or whatever it is, it's quite an empowering thing. Uh, so there's control and there's, a, there's, I think one or two more. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but we do, we do aim at all seven of those while we're developing the training. And it's important, you know, with, you know, obviously with what we do, we do it intentionally. We do fighting sports, you know, whatever sport it is, whatever, you know, if resilience is important to you to develop in your child, get them into a sport of some sort and develop them for competition. It's critical to, well, it's, it's a huge asset in terms of developing resilience. Definitely. Mm. And one of the things that you mentioned was environment. Mm. And I really think that's a very important aspect of mm. whatever you're in it's like mm. if you put a white roses in a vase with red water then they will eventually become red roses they'll mm. like the coloring will go mm. into the roses so How it's the same again? thing 12 that's amazing thanks <laughs> so it's the same thing with the environment that you're in that mm. your friends your environment really influences you Absolutely. And it's always better to be in a positive environment. You know, when, when you're older and you're stressed, you can go and smoke and drink or you can use exercise as a way of, of releasing your stress. And the choices you make and the people you're around have a big impact on that. Another one of those things that, another one of those C's is character. You know, and facing stuff like this. I mean, Zach was nervous coming in here. You were, even though you say you weren't, you were nervous coming in here. Now he's doing it. He's exposed to this and his, his confidence in himself is growing and while it should. The same thing with Breyer. You know, what you're doing is incredible. You're conducting very good interviews and you're Thank very you. young and I hope this develops your confidence because it should because what you're doing is excellent. And so, you know, with developing character, you know, there's a lot of emphasis we put on things in the gym like integrity. You know, if somebody taps, don't play games, let them go. You know, if, um, don't tell lies. Respect your teammates. Respect your coach. Respect your environment. There's a lot of emphasis we put on character as well, and it's stuff that you know we're developing. We, you know, we want to develop champions. You know, the, the target is 38 world champions. Um, and now I've said that live, and everyone, I hope everyone hears that. Uh, so the target is 38 world champions, but more important than that, we're changing lives and we're developing human beings, and that's what we do at Fight Sports Center. That's very important mm. because mm. fighting is not just about fighting; it's about developing yourself as a human being. The, the whole battle is inside. You really mm. sound like a true teacher. Mm. And we have another message from one of our listeners. It says, do you have any weapons in judo? No, you don't have any weapons except... Your body. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the messages coming, guys. I love hearing from you. What's your favorite submission, Zach? Oh, crossface. Mm. What is crossface? Crossface is where you put your shoulder... Lie down, I'll show you. No, very no thanks. <laughs> where you go into side control and you're on the side of their body and you put your shoulder over their cheek. Of the, like on, on their jaw and like, ow! That mm. sounds really painful. It's very sore. How do you know? Because it's happened to me. Because he checks everybody out with it, <laughs> so it must be sore. <laughs> I'm sure it is. You know, payback, karma. Uh, uh. So why did you start doing martial arts, Zach? 
Um, lots of my friends like liked fighting, but they like didn't really have any anywhere to go. And then I, um, my best friend found Fight Sports Center, and then I, I came with him to Fight Sports Center. And then I just liked it so much, and I stayed. Is your best friend still at Fight Sports Center? No, he moved. Still fighting though. Yeah, fighting for us, right? Just joking. <laughs> well, I mean. No, no comment. Yeah, exactly. Mm. <laughs> and why did you d- decide to become a coach? Um, can't sing, can't dance. Not good on the radio, so I had to get a real job. Um, why did I decide to become a coach? Because when I was about 14 or 15, I started doing martial arts, and it really changed the whole trajectory in my life. Uh, I was never did well in well. I did okay in school. I got into university, um, but I didn't. I didn't really have a path. All I was passionate about was fighting, and I was fortunate enough to be in a position where I could earn a living, you know, fighting while I was still young enough. And now, you know, I'm, you know, fat and old, so I had to retire. <laughs> um, and you know, what what better thing is there to do than pass on the knowledge? Mm. That's amazing. And we have one another message from our listeners. It says, "Are you nervous before fight?" From Kobe, I think. Um, uh, before a fight, it, if I know the person that I'm going to fight against, then I'm very nervous. If I don't, I'm not so, not as nervous, no. Why would you say you're more nervous against the, uh, when you fight against someone who you know? Um, cause, like, if I know them, I feel like, you they know their might, yeah. I know they know my weakness, and I know their weakness, so it might be a harder competition if they know my weakness. That's very interesting. If you know the, your opponent's weakness, it's much easier to fight them. Yeah. Well, that's a so strategy. Is, yeah. when, when, you're warming up, you're, when you're warming up, like let's say in a lesson, and you, there's going to be a fight, like me versus one of the persons in, people in the gym at the end of the lesson, you warm up, you just roll, while the coach is teaching the other kids and then while you're rolling you try to figure out the person's weakness so in the match it's easier for you mm. so so rolling in this case means wrestling wrestling yeah. against your opponent not you know rolling over your head uh, yeah I was wondering how do you know your person's your opponent's weaknesses if they just do a little roll on the floor martial arts right yeah exactly. tell the future uh, catch flies with chopsticks so while they while they punching all their bags or punching bags or whatever you try and detect their weakness is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't even have a warm-up, so it's just about technique and strength. Well, that's very interesting. So you have to use different techniques in every fight, so you yeah. don't learn your techniques. So if you start without a warm-up, you try just... You try get... Um, you don't try go for submission first, because that might be their best position. First, you just, like... Um, move your hands around in your feet, and then if they do something, and you see, and then you f- trip them with that, and you keep on doing that, and that's how I won my fighting champ. That's amazing. So we have a question from one of our listeners, which is quite important. It says, "Where is the fight center?" We're in Norwood, uh, in Grant Avenue. We're next door, super quick, on across the road from the usual on Grant Avenue, above where Meet on Grant used to be. Can I ask Zach a question? Sure. Uh, Zach, I forgot the question. Uh, do you find that it's hard work? That it's that physically, it's it's yes, draining? it's very very tiring and it's hard work and mm. very hard work. Mm. Is it hard on your lungs or your or your muscles or muscles both? and lungs? Because mm. you have to breathe deeply. Yes, and, and people get me into 
some uh, choke, <laughs> then, then that's difficult breathing, I guess. And how can people join the fight? How can people join or start Fight Sports Center? So you can go to the website fightsportscenter.com. You can just Google it, or you know, if you're in the area, you can just Google MMA and you'll see where the first ones that come up. Uh, send through your info. There's a contact form somewhere on there. Send through your info. Uh, or you can call Chai FM and Chai FM will give you all the information. Oh, yeah, sure. Just put us, you know, <laughs> we'll just become a vendor. Yeah, exactly. A, a vendor. Man. Yeah. Sure. Okay. And thank you so much for coming in here and teaching me more about fast sports. I really did learn a lot. Awesome. About how it builds your personality and character. Mm. Thank you so much to my guests, Brandon and Zach Katz. By the way, none of us are related for coming on my show. I really learned a lot about uh, fighting and that it's not just fighting, it's not just about strength. Mm. So thank you for coming and teaching me about that. Thanks for having us, Bria. Much appreciated. Thank you, Mr. Flo. Thank you, DJ Flo. And thank you so much to Senna, my new producer, for producing this show. Join us tomorrow for another Kha Kids show. Only on 101.9 High FM. Thank you.